Back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger, coming from the High Button Sports Studio live. Well, I guess it won't be live by the time you're listening to this, but you know what I'm trying to say. We're at the peak of summer. I wish nothing but the best uh, for you and your life, your family. I hope everyone's having a great time. I know we are here at the company just having a, a blast watching uh, the hard work pay off. Just just so much fun. Just got back from St. Avex last night, exhausted, but, you know, waking up this morning with a huge smile on my face because I know we did a great job. Well, you know, thank you to Hockey Nova Scotia for having us down there for the past, uh, you know, week and a bit um, for their high-performance uh, program. Just, you know, just one of those weeks where, you know, you won't forget it. People were so nice. The players were awesome. The The staff for Hockey Nova Scotia was, you know, extremely accommodating. We didn't have to worry about a single thing while we were down there. Um, yeah, just one of those weeks you'll, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll remember for a long time. So a really cool experience. I never really got to, not really, I straight up never got to experience um those uh, those camps that Hockey Nova Scotia put on wasn't good enough, and now I see why. Because those players down there were very good. They're doing some things that you would only see, you know, maybe in the queue back in the day. Like these kids are actually extremely skilled for their age. I, I just remember at that age, all I did was dump the puck, forecheck. Definitely didn't lay any hits, but I I dump it and try to go get the puck and then try to score. These kids are actually confident to make plays at the blue line they're making sharp passes in the neutral zone toe drags head up ass low skating bending the knees they're just i don't know they're just i guess that's why these programs exist to show off this uh this type of skill this world-class skill that they have at uh, at a young age so it was really cool to see really fortunate to get to experience it hopefully be back for the years to come to uh to keep watching the the youth come up and and see what the world of hockey, at least in Atlantic Canada, has to offer because it was it was exciting. I'll, you know, you, sometimes you go do games and you're like, eh, I'm not, it's not the most exciting. But every game we streamed up there was just exciting because you know it was just top level skill, the best players in the province. So it was just fun to it was fun to watch, fun to stream. It was no complaints here. Um, welcome back. I already said welcome back. I'll just say what's going on. Tyler Peddle on the podcast today. We actually, he was actually on the ice right before one of the games that we were uh, streaming up in Antigonish because he's from Antigonish and uh, actually Doodley spotted him in his uh, Columbus Blue Jackets attire, like gear. And then he's like, I think that's Tyler Peddle. So I just went up to him. I was like, Hey, are you Tyler? He goes, yeah, I am. I go, what's going on? We started talking for a little bit while he was in his gear. He just got off the ice. Invited him on the podcast. He said, absolutely. Um, if you're unaware of who Tyler Peddle is, he was just drafted in the NHL 
2023 entry draft, he went last overall, which is a great making for a story. Had a positive attitude the whole time. Seventh round, 224th overall. But it's a cool story in the sense that he didn't quit. He stayed, had a positive attitude, clapped for everyone that got drafted before him. And then when we met him for the first time last week, that character showed. Really nice. He's just a great kid. Just, just positive, really mature for his age. Uh, I couldn't believe he was 18. He talked like he was a 24, 25-year-old. And you could just tell that this kid's going to have a bright future. So, yeah, growing up in Antigonish, actually went up to uh, Shattuck, St. Mary's, where all the big dogs go and play down in the States there. I don't. Do I need to mention names who, who's played there? Sure, I will. Sid McKinnon, I'll leave it at that. Um, plays for Drummondville in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Played as a 16-year-old in his first year. Last year as a 17-year-old. Put up 41 points this year. Going into his 18-year-old year. Looking for a big, a big year. Um, really great podcast. I apologize if there's a little bit of echo on the microphones. We had to do a different setup up at Sanovex. We had to transfer the whole podcast. Uh, podcast essentially up there the microphones equipment and we were in a room was a little bit of echo but I did my best to edit it out once again my apologies but you know the conversation should uh, should take over you won't even hear the echo so I hope that you guys enjoy this episode I'm Justin Belanger we're talking to Tyler Peddle Doodley was there as well dude sorry not Doodley and uh, that's all I gotta say here we go you know what comes next Boys, we're going. Tyler Pedal, how are you, sir? I'm good. Yeah. I'm doing well. Hold the mic a little bit closer. There you go. You nailed good. it. Nailed You're doing it. it. How's the uh, summer going? It's good. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's nice being back home for a bit. I mean, getting out of Quebec for a little bit is uh, it's kind of mandatory. So like, you can only be up there for so long. So it's uh, it's been good. I mean, I've been back and forth a lot, but I'm uh, I'm home for a bit now. So. It's nice. How's the skate? Like when we were out there looking at you, there was like, how many guys? Seven guys out there? It just depends on the day. Like we have a little group chat, just who wants to go out. And I basically just post time every day and guys go out and I'm always out there. So. Are you the leader of the ice time? Yeah. Yeah. Basically like I just try, <laughs> try to get out when I can. I mean, if, if no one wants to go, I'm not going to complain because I like ice myself too. So it's, it's, uh, it's whatever, but no, we get out every day. It's, it's pretty good. So, but that- with all these camps going on, like. It's, uh, it's tough to find times. Like, we got on 7 a.m. this morning. That's that's a 6 a.m. wake up. That's tough. Lacing up feels like I'm back in Pee Wee. So. Oh, no. Is yeah. the other rink open? No. They closed, uh, they closed the arena, I think, uh, I don't know, like, maybe May. Like, yeah, they closed it up quick. Like okay. once I think once, like, Junior B's done and all that, like, they're done. It's over. Yeah. So So you only got one ice surface in Anningen right oh, yeah. now? Just, just the Ox, not even the main. The main's for all, like, the ceremonies and stuff, so. What can you do? Whatever. You got to make it work. You're making it work. What can you do, right? Yeah, whatever. So is this the most exciting time of your life right now or no? (laughs) Yeah, I'd say so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. But I'd say like now, like it's probably the best time. Hold it a little bit closer, sir. Like it's it's probably the best time right now. Like kind of after all the stress, like the whole year has just been a whole stress fest. Mm. It's been like so brutal. So many like ups and downs. And uh, now that it's done, it's like, I just feel so relaxed. So it's nice. In sense of what? Of up and down? Like the league? Like not not knowing if you'll get drafted? Like what? The league, the like pressure of us, the team losing a lot. We were like struggling as a team. And then we had a lot of instability in like our management, like just kind of like with coaching changes and uh, the GM leave left and uh, it was, it was tough. So there was a lot of like downs for the team, but like 
it's going to help us for the long run. Yeah. So, but it was, uh, it was tough. And then putting that on, like kind of on myself with pressure of the draft too, not knowing what's going to happen. Like it's, it was so stressful. So. Yeah. It's a crucial time of a hockey player's age, like 18 to 20. We just had Daryl Young on the podcast and he's like 18 to 20 is where you kind of have to not figure it out, but definitely make some decisions of whether yeah. or not you want to be a pro player yeah. or not. Exactly. It's definitely uh, an interesting time moving forward. Is it nice having a guy up there like Woody, like a Maritimer? And I know you hear horror stories of guys <laughs> oh, up in oh, Quebec yeah. that go through these ups and downs yeah. like you're talking about and you just don't really have anyone to like lean on. Yeah. Is it good to have buddies up there? It's it's nice. I mean, Woody's been good. I know, I've know i known Woody since I was 16. Oh, have league. you? right yeah yeah and i lived i lived with him for a year so um like i, I like i know woody well and we uh we we're good together but there's also we have, we're a very english team like we have a, we have a lot of maritimers a decent amount at least and i think uh towards kind of towards uh christmas time like the deadline we uh we lost a lot i think some guys were unhappy where they were and but we uh, we still have a decent amount and we have a really good group up there so yeah yeah been good good stuff yeah so what was it like growing up in Anaganish? like i just remember from coming here on tournaments playing in the yeah. bulldogs arena oh, yeah. and it was just a really fun time you guys know how to host the hospitality room yeah. you guys know how to throw a tournament it's just yeah. it just seems like a hockey town but then you get older and you realize it's a university yeah. town mm -hmm. what's it like coming up through the uh i don't know the rankings of hockey being a young you know peewee kid all the way to now well, yeah. what's it like i mean i couldn't ask for a better town to really grow up in oh like, yeah I loved it. I mean, that small town, like, you know, everyone, right. It's, uh, it's, it's great. And I mean, even like you were saying, like the, the hospitality and tournaments, like my favorite part about the tournaments, like was just like the grilled cheeses. Like, not even gonna lie. <laughs> you guys get along great then. eh? <laughs> yeah, just unreal. Just unreal. <laughs> up in the hospitality room, like just kind of between intermission of games. Like I just go out and have a couple and go back out the ice. So. <laughs> yeah. You guys but, do know how to have the hospitality, the chili, the oh, chili and the buns. Just, and like the, the little treats I get from the bakeries too. Like, yeah, so good. Someone's someone's grandmother just you know oh, yeah. giving like, you the treats for the hospitality rooms. Nothing better than that. When someone gran when someone's grandmother's whipping something up, it's you know it's gonna be good. You know so. it's the real deal. Oh, it's the real deal. How did you did you ever find like competition an issue? Like oh, I got to play against stronger guys because I know you went away to prep school. Yeah, yeah. Like you mean like kind of when I went away or just no? Just like as you're coming up, you're like well, like going to Shaddix. Like mm -hmm. that's a decision. That's a big decision. You're yeah. going down to the states. Like how old are you or your parents? I guess when you guys are like oh, okay, guys, maybe Tyler should leave to become a better I player was, uh, well i was 14 15 like it was kind of throughout my major banamir that we kind of were making the decision touring some schools that i uh, i wanted to leave i didn't want to kind of stay here for midget and uh, i just kind of wanted to get out of get out of here and see where i could go and get some exposure and uh, that's kind of where it led to like kind of hey maybe like prep schools down in the states like shaddix or something could be a possibility and uh there were other schools i was looking at but i think just kind of the name of shaddix it really like drew me and my family in and that was uh, it, it was crazy such a good experience who's your connection down there no one no what no one they uh i think i forget if we reached out or if they reached out but i never even they never watched me play live i never went and like toured anything sent them a couple clips <laughs> but they sent me they sent me like a couple clips of the campus and i was like sweet <laughs> let's do this <laughs> just all in on it <laughs> In yeah. Major Bantam, you had 33 games played and 84 points. Yeah. That's a little cocky. That's a little too much. Maybe like 74 points would have been a little bit more humble. 84 points in 33 games. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's like, so at what point was it like Christmas or was it like a year before you're like, okay, maybe I got to go down to Shattuck's or I got to go down to the States because you're putting up those numbers and you're yeah. like, okay, I have the opportunity to go somewhere. Yeah. Like, was it around that major band of year where you're like, I'm out of here? Yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of like between the first year and second year. And it's not even because of like the points and stuff, but I just, I felt like I just kind of wanted to go somewhere else. Like I, I knew, uh, after major Bantam, I wouldn't want to play midget kind of in this uh, Nova Scotian league. I wanted to go out and play some prep school. So okay, that's kind of what led to it. Like just kind of wanted to get some exposure. States would have been nice. And that's kind of when, when I didn't know if I was going to go college or Q. So it was, uh, it was good. Shaq's was such a good spot for that. Cause I got so much exposure with the colleges. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was like perfect. Ideal. Is that rule still in place, like the 24-hour rule with junior hockey? Yeah, it's 48. 48 it's hours. 48, and then you got to start paying. Paying? Yep. You got to start paying. Per day? Yep. That's what uh, some kid some kid uh, in Drumville, he, uh, I think kids in Drumville, like there was a couple kids in Drumville that said, uh, like, they're only staying for 48, and then they just left after. Because they wanted to keep their eligibility. Yep. It's so, always been that way, hasn't it? Yeah, it, it has. And that's why, that's why I wasn't going to commit to the queue unless I was 100% because I wasn't going to camp for 48 hours. Like, hmm. like if I was going, I was going. So yeah, Gas is expensive. I'm not driving up there. I know. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. It's like 10, 10 11 hour drive. That's, yeah, that's brutal. But, um, no, like I had to kind of make a decision before I went. So Good stuff. Yeah. Did you have a question, dudes? Nope. Okay. Do you know when you're up at queue camp, um, essentially whether or not – you're going to stay like, I know you have that 48 hour rule, but is there a point where it's like, okay, I think I could fit in here. I have a friend here. This you hear about 16 year olds playing up there. Mm-hmm. How old were you 16 your first year? I was. Yeah. You just hear like those stories. Did, when did you feel comfortable? Uh, I took a bit, did honestly, it? like getting into it. Like you're, you're a little 16 year old. You got 20, 20 year olds at camp. There's just big boys and you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> like it's uh, but like, and even I'd say it just depends on the place too. Like even like, uh, you'd get more comfortable in like more of a maritime setting. I bet. Oh like, yeah. Kind of like being English. Well, yeah. I mean, an English kid in an English setting probably, probably kind of turned his head a bit more, but like me going up, like didn't really know much about Drumville and like just a French place. And I know zero French. So and I still I still don't know much. Like they like they, the boys kind of taught me how to curse in French. That's about it. And it's all it's all you need. It's all you need, honestly. Like when you're on the ice, like just a <laughs> couple tabernacles. Like show you that. care. Just show the boys you care. Yeah. yeah. Show, show, show the boys. Show the boys your I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah. But um, yeah. No, it's uh, like it, it was tough at the start. Like it took some time for sure. Once I was all, once I knew I was on the team and and uh, we were a couple of games in. That's kind of when I like got more comfortable. Like towards like October. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and went up in August, so it took a bit. How do you find the transition? They always say, like, when you have guys that, you know, put up 84 points in Major Bantam and they move on to the queue and maybe mm. at the first year they're not their, you know, yeah. top-line guys and maybe you're the bottom two-line yeah. guy. How did you find that transition into that role? Because obviously it worked because you just got drafted. We'll get into yeah. that, but obviously you found your role pretty well. Well, that's bound to happen. I mean, you go into you, – you're playing in Major Bantam. If you're a bigger kid, you're just – it's like you're playing – like, that's what I feel like with Major Bantam, like, and even Midget a bit too. Like, it's like uh, like kids sprout earlier like and I was an early sprouter like it's you have an advantage and I think once you get to the queue it's like everyone's like matured everyone has matured and it's like you're playing with men like it's it's actually like it's a different step up so I think I think the big thing with even like 16 year olds coming to the league is like not getting in their head about scoring just because they ripped like maybe like 40 goals the year before like it's just not how it's gonna it's not gonna unless you're unless you're like like once in once in like 
a billion. Like that's that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Like it's it's tough. Like who, you could, who told you that though? I found it out myself. <laughs> it. Okay, all right. Like I had a my in my sixteen year old year, I had a like a stupid hot start. It was a, but like and I and that's something where. It, it, it wasn't good for me, honestly, because I knew, like, I didn't know in the moment, but once once I stopped, kind of went on little, like, droughts and slumps, like, that's, like, that affects me, that, that affected me, because I, it was the first time that's ever happened, and, like, it's, like, you don't know how to handle it as a 16-year-old. So, I think it's, it's tough to learn, but it, like, it makes you better. It, like, it really does, because then, then when it comes down the road again, like, when you're older in the league, like, you know how to handle it. Yeah, going into your 17-year-old year, you're like, like the right, same, Like, go. same thing happened my 17-year-old year, and I, I knew how to handle it. Like, you got to find other ways to be impactful. Like, it's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. tough, but, like, if that's your, if that's the main part of your game, that's when you got to find other parts that you can add. And now you're just, like, looking for, like, we have, we, we I asked Drake Batherson this question, because he had a great year this year, and I'm like, if the yeah. season could start tomorrow, would you just say yes? And he's like, 100%. I'm yeah. just itching to go. Do you feel the same 100%. way? Yeah, I, I just what, know you do. Look I, at, you're I, like a little kid. He's yeah, like, yeah, I can't yeah. wait. I'm right now. I'm so excited. Like, I got yeah. my equipment manager sending me the new gear we're getting. Oh, come on. Fancy. Like, I'm like, come on, man. Like, send me some. Like, begging him to send me some. It's, uh, no, I'm so excited to get going. Like, it's, uh, yeah, even even at the at the combine a bit ago, like, uh, a scout actually asked me. He's like, oh, like, would you, like, if you could start the season over, like, if you could start a new season tomorrow which i was like a hundred percent like no doubt yeah i just want to get going yeah love it it's like as much as you got we're, we have this conversation all the time especially mm-hmm. in the summers because mm-hmm. you know we're busy in the streaming and stuff in the winter but like just sitting around waiting it's the worst because you know all oh, this like work and this excitement yeah. and this stuff is just right around the corner you just even though you do got to enjoy it yeah. you got to enjoy it we just, we're just at the lake yeah. like you got to sit there for a minute you got to take it in because it's gonna be busy, but man, it's fun. Yeah, Just, like it's, it's fun. It's, Seeing results is fun. Yeah, it's it's like it's tough if you really want to get going again, but at the same time, like you're not home that much. Like I like I'm not home that much. That's why I'm 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 like I'm okay with like being home, the break and everything. I need it. I don't want it. I need it. Like, it's but good, uh, no, it's a good way to look at yeah, it. You don't it want is, it, but you I, need I, it. I need it, and uh, it's good because I get to see all my friends, and I mean, I even get like chance to work on things that I didn't get to work on like kind of during the season so it's nice getting that off time and just getting that training in so yeah um we're here at the Hockey Nova Scotia uh what's it called high performance program high performance program I've asked that 20 times you were in the high performance program as well yeah what was your experience like that being so close to home I loved it I loved it I mean the things we were talking about earlier the dorms were tough the the dorms (laughs) everyone says that yeah it was a microwave in there but it was, <laughs> it, it, it was, it was, it was, shed t- some pounds, it, the, some water you, I did. I lost a lot of weight in there, but it's, uh, it was, I loved it though. Like the on ice stuff and just kind of like being in the hometown too. It was sick. So couldn't ask for much more really. Did you get your buddies come and wash and stuff? Uh, sometimes. Like, yeah. Like some of them aren't like as into hockey anymore or like, well, back then, I mean, I guess like, I, I don't think they came to, out of their way to watch. Like maybe the games, the games okay. they watch. Yeah. Those were always fun. Yeah, there. There's a good amount of people at yeah. those games. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've. Those games. Those games are fun. Yeah, I remember my U14 year. I got like second shift of the game, just cross check the head out for it, out for the whole thing. These games are insanely are, physical. Yeah, because here's are. my here's my theory. Correct me if you think I'm wrong, but there's two groups of guys out there. There's guys that are highly skilled, mm-hmm. and there's guys that aren't as highly skilled. And the yeah. guys that aren't as highly skilled need to make a name for themselves, so they play physical exactly. as hell against the guys no, that are skilled. I, That's what I, I think. I agree 100%. Yeah. Is that I, what it is? Yeah, that, like the kids who 
the kids who know like they have their their lock for that team i mean that's just kind of like cockiness but at the same time it's like they know they're a lock that they're just gonna like kind of play their normal game but there's mm. kids who are working for it and uh with not as much skill i mean uh but those kids are you can tell those kids are more physical and they're they're doing more to get to kind of get that chance like they they they're basically saying that be play any role on that team they do mm-hmm. not care they just find a they'll, way they'll run yeah. kid, they'll run kids over if it makes them win like, it's fun to watch oh it is it is yeah yeah it is like in the middle of summer you don't get that that's play no, playoff level hockey yeah. in july no it's it's i mean they're all fighting for a spot right so 100 percent. yeah oh it's great um, when did you make the decision that you were going to go up to Nashville for the draft? Oh, we knew we were going. You knew you were yeah, going. There we wasn't we a question. Were, no, no. We, we knew we were going. Like, uh, it was a whole year thing, whole year planned. Yeah. Yeah. So regardless of what the outcome was, we were going. Like, so was, we had, we had no expectations going up. Like we did not know where I was going to go. Like we knew we had an idea. We knew where I was ranked, but I was gonna say. we did it like, we, like in kind of those mid rounds, but like we didn't think slipping through would be a possibility. We thought it could happen, but it wasn't like a like a big like big possibility and yeah. so we kind of took a risk and went up and uh it was close but it happened so what, what an interesting like wave of emotions going from maybe a little sad pissed off to just the most exciting time of your life like i couldn't imagine that level of excitement on the flip of a switch it was like i don't think i've like ever been that bipolar in my life <laughs> yeah like, that was like i was like so angry like kind of the whole like whole last round like the whole seventh round i was just uh, i was like i was pissed off because like I, I was like there's like i got i told my dad i was like i got a bad feeling about this like i'm not like this isn't good That's and then good. Uh, and uh, my stomach was turning and i was like so so angry like i like wanted to storm out of there like yeah but i like at the same time like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna call it quits it, it hasn't ended and then kind of towards towards the end like uh like we didn't think it was possible. Three picks left, mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't think it was a possibility. And I was like, "Okay, hey, like, uh, like, are we just gonna leave right after?" And then my agent's like, "He's like, well, uh, Chris Drake, like Detroit, he, uh, they, they're, they want to meet you after, and they're gonna give you a camp." And I was like, "Okay, like, that's nice. It's tough, right? But it, it, like, it's not, that's great to hear." And then like the guy was kind of on like like the stairs ready to come up because i was pretty close to the stage the guy was like on the stairs ready to come up like last day it's called i just got called got just well walked away (laughs) i'm like what just happened like i couldn't believe it like i kind of still can't like the fact it happened like no it was ridiculous i mean one pick left like how does that happen dudes tell the story cool so we had graphics going for all the Nova Scotians getting drafted. Yeah. So dudes was at home making them. So dudes, he's tell. Yeah, so it, it might even be kind of my fault now that I think about it. I may have jinxed you, but I always, like, I just have them pre-made and, like, on Twitter and stuff, and you just put in congratulations, and then you leave the name blank. And yeah. obviously I had my eyes on you. You're the Nova Scotian that got taken, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the other guys in New Brunswick, stuff like that, that's fine. But I watched the whole draft, man, every pick. Like, <laughs> legit every pick. I watched every trade come through, and I'm sitting there, and I'm yeah. going, man, he's got to get taken. I knew where you were ranked. Yeah. And obviously, I'm rooting for you, right? It's Nova Scotia. It's big. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there, and I'm going, okay, this guy gets taken. And I'm like, okay, get rid of his graphic. Boom, put pedals back in. Get ready to go. Get ready to go. And I'm like, man, it's going. It's going. It's going. We get down to the last pick, and I'm like, well, I guess he's probably not getting taken. So I'm like, I'm pissed <laughs> off, right? I'm pissed I'm, off. I yeah. watched the whole draft. Right like, not as pissed off as you, of course. Yeah. But I watched the whole draft to get to your pick. Yeah. And this is a little bit into my personal life now. And I got up, and I was like, last pick, Vegas. I was like, whatever, I'll go use the washroom now. Because so, I held it the whole time, dude. I'm just waiting. And then I get in there, I come back out, I check on it, and it's like Vegas trades their, or Vegas trades are picked at Columbus and they take Tyler Pedal. And I'm like, 
<laughs> of course, as soon as I leave, he gets taken. I get everybody else's within seconds, and then but then I then I looked at it. I'm going. Well, maybe I shouldn't have watched the draft. He might have went like third yeah, round or something like that. Yeah, yeah. but hey, like. at the end of the day, you got taken. Oh, yeah. I was super proud to watch it, I, and I didn't know you until today. So, um, congratulations Thank from you. from me, I guess. And yeah. sorry, I jinxed you for so long. No, no, I so long. <laughs> really appreciate it. No, man. There's rumors about you in that crowd that even up until the guy that got drafted right before you, you were clapping for everyone. Yeah, it was. It's a great look. That's the one thing I heard too. Was yeah. that one of the factors for them trading for your pick was they kind of they, they watch right they look for character they and they look for your body language and stuff and you learn that from these camps too but um they kept saying you know like he was clapping he was happy he never showed any like frustration or anything like that and then they were like we like this kid man he's been here the whole time he's suited up he's got his family and friends yeah. and so they went and traded the pick and it's like yeah. you know you just never know right now yeah, you're in well, i i like i had a good relationship with columbus earlier like i met with them a oh, yeah? lot throughout the year so like i i, ha I had a feeling like if one team was going to take me, it would be Columbus, and I just wasn't sure where. And then when I seen the trade, like, honestly, I wasn't paying attention. When the trade happened, I was not paying. Like, I was zoned out. I was like, I, I was like last pick. Like, I just heard trade. There was like eight seconds left. In it. I didn't even hear mm. my name. I just heard Drumville, and then, like, my dad, like, basically put me in a chokehold. Like, <laughs> that might be me. Like, I might just, that, that might be me. So, stood up and just... Lockdown. What a great way to go about it, it though. Like a positive it's a, it's a attitude. Good story. Like, it's a good story. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Like Hollywood's going to call one day. Like you, you, you have the setup right now of a foundation mm -hmm. of a great story. Yeah. That's basically what you have right yeah. now. And it's up to you whether or not you make it a, you know, a dream come true. But it's, story, it's just, yeah. the, it's a great story so far. And yeah. it hasn't, it's not fully written yet. But no, it's just, it's, it's a great foundation for sure. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. There's yeah, no other way to put it. Doesn't matter where you go, man. No, you got to no. get your foot in the door, right? The drafts, Guys like Datsuk, stuff like that. I mean, come on. The drafts one day. Like, when the day's over, everyone's same, same spot. That's a good point. Um, what was your experience like at your first uh, pro training camp? It was crazy. Yeah. It was so like like getting there. Like it, it was still kind of a blur. Like I was still kind of like shock and stuff. Like because it was right. It was the day after. Oh, you fly right there the next day. Yeah. And uh, charter. What private? No. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I had that. I wish. Right out um, of Airport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was it was so awesome. Like getting to see all the facilities and getting to speak to to like the management and guys like uh, Rick Nash. It was uh, it was pretty cool. Like it was uh, something something to remember for sure. So and getting to meet all the guys. Like I have uh, I have a couple of buddies uh, that I know like beforehand, but like kind of getting to meet the other guys, the other Q guys like Dume and Malatesta. Like they're good guys, and it was nice getting to skate with them and have some competition. So I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was uh, no, it was good. So, but the only uh, the only kind of thing about it is I didn't have a gear. What? I didn't have a gear. So why not? I don't know. Did like, you, you didn't it, bring it, it to Nashville with you? No, I brought my skates. Like it, it's uh, cause cause like the the guy like one of the head scouts told me like, uh, you only need your skates. Like my agent told me only need your skates. Like just just like to bring your skates. Like the, you'll ship your gear up when it happens. So that was the plan. We were gonna ship my gear up as soon as it happens. And there were also teams that had kind of a dev camp that was not right after we had time to go home. So if it was one of those teams that would have went home and if it was someone like Columbus, I was going to ship my gear up. The only problem was it was uh, between that like kind of July 4th like area. So I could not get it up till Wednesday and the camp was over. No one works in America in July 4th? I don't know. I, I, they just said they couldn't get it up till at least Wednesday, July 5th. And the I camp, one of the camps, like, camp done. was done July 5th. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, okay, like I'm going to have to use all new gear. Like that is brutal. I had skates and that was, that was it. Oh, like I, it was, it was tough. Like, 
So we had to make a little compromise. Like I, I got, to, I got some older gear. Like they, I didn't. Uh, they were like, uh, like giving me a bit of new gear, and, I, and then I was like, oh, like if you have any like uh, kind of older, older gear, like used gear, like by any chance, like that, I could use that too, just so you don't have to give me the new stuff. And they did. It was really old, but I, <laughs> I got, I got, like I got through it. It was like, it wasn't that bad. Like it's, it's like knee pads and stuff. Like the only thing that I found was a struggle for me was stick. Like I'm, I'm a big stick guy, so. Um, I was using yeah. I was using a completely different brand for a bit for the first skate and I, I, I texted my dad after I was like I was like I can't like this is like so different to the stick I use and it felt so, like it was a bower I you know I used CCM and it was mm. different flex different curve everything so I um, I got uh, I use a trigger but I got uh, I got an FD5 kind of shipped up like not shipped up but I uh, got like my agent like got me uh, got someone to buy it for me nice. Um, so that was, that was good. I, I mean, like once I had the stick, like it fe- everything felt like kind of fine. The gear was, gear wasn't the bad part. It was just kind of like getting used to it. I never right even thought about that mm-hmm. training camp right yeah. after having yeah. your own gear. But at, but at the same time, like it just, I, at the time I didn't, I didn't feel like the same player. Like there were times I felt, I felt good about the camp, but at the same, I felt like I could have, could have did more just like if I was in my right gear and stuff, like just kind of comfortable with what I was wearing. Right? I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Did you, you got to keep the gear too. I saw you skating with it. Yeah. I got to keep the, the helmets, <laughs> nice. gloves, and pants. No, they're cool. I love their colors too. Yeah. They have, they have really nice colors. So that's yeah. nice. Yeah. That's how we figured out who you were <laughs> was the gear. The, bl- the, the bl- little bl- sticker right? on the back of the helmet is, well, what, that's obviously a dead giveaway. It's a Columbus thing. And then I went yeah. in Ganesh and it's, oh, yeah. Gotcha. Makes sense, oh, yeah. right? Who's the, who's, the, who's the other guy out there with you? Ah, uh, it's my buddy Tully Grant. Okay, I thought it was Woody. I was like, that's not Woody, is it? <laughs> Woody, no. I was like, Woody would have said hi. Hey, Woody, no, Woody's a Woody's a righty. Well, he's a lefty. So, oh, that's it. There but, you uh, go. Both <laughs> are with Cortex. So, oh yeah, yeah. So, but uh, no, Tully, uh, he's he's uh, going to Moosehead's camp here mm-hmm. back uh, whenever they start, like, okay. kind of around the same time I go to Drumville. So that would be pretty cool for him. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, I was watching the Leafs training camp, and some guy got laid. Oh, my gosh. I've seen that. And I thought these training camps that you went to, like the rookie training yep. camps, were more like, if you look at Chicago social media, they just had a great time. They didn't, they didn't even skate. skate. They, they just went skate. out and had a great yeah, time, ate ice cream, <laughs> ate food, deep, deep dish pizza. Yeah. And then, and then I saw Toronto, like, the guy get laid out. Dream, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what's the what's the mentality like at these camps, or at least well, at you want to you want to prove something. What do you want to prove? So I feel like I feel like you just want to prove the player you are and what you can do. I think uh, the player or the person or both. Both. Okay. Both. I think it's how you carry yourself, but at the same time, it's kind of prove like that you you deserve to be there and that you could fit in. I think uh, that's what guys want to do, and that's uh, it's like a step towards training camp where you want you want to be at some place and you want to show them. Uh, towards like training and stuff in the summer that you can take that jump to train uh, during training camp and be be better than you were before physically and on the ice and all that stuff and I feel like guys are just trying to prove a point so I guess I'm not really sure what the hit was about but it's like what can you do like before our game uh one of the guys said don't go out and kill each other so obviously no 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 goon hits out there but that obviously wasn't the memo in Toronto so (laughs) I feel, but I feel bad because I seen stuff and he was getting like ripped, like mm-hmm. their comments getting ripped. And this guy was probably just told, go out and play your game. And that probably is his game. So I'd like, I don't like, I don't feel like that's, that's a, it's a it was a clean hit. No, keep your head up. Yeah, exactly. I like, didn't slow it down. I don't know. He, like, it, it seemed like the guy that hit him was tall and the guy that got hit was short. Well, so yeah. it looked so like an elbow. It looked yeah, like an true. elbow. But at the same time, you can't rip the kid because he's doing what he was told. Like he's it's what fair. he's told to play. Like if that's how he plays, that's how he plays. You can't, you can't discard him for that. So 
I'm not discouraged. If I can interject here for one second, from the outside looking in, it's yeah, because I obviously I read the comments. I'm a Leafs yeah. fan, but Columbus fan now. Um, <laughs> uh, you look at it, and you got to think. You know, there's guys there that are drafted. There's guys that are yeah. top prospects, and then there's guys there that got it just got their sniff through an invite exactly right so if you're out there and you're not a guy that's on the top list the top three you know top prospect and you got an opportunity to showcase something what are you going to do exactly you're not going to not play your game exactly. right and, and you know we all know this fellas as hockey players you're wired mm-hmm. right as soon as you get on that ice in between those boards you're wired to play a certain way yeah. if you're get an opportunity to lay a guy out with his head down Maybe tell the guy not to have his head down. That's what I got from it. I know there was a bunch of older NHL players that played in that era of, you know, 40 seconds after the pass, you can hit and stuff like that. And they, that's what they said. Keep your head up. But I didn't know on the outside looking in that you weren't hitting and stuff in camp. But if you're a guy out there just trying to make a name for yourself, period, just got in the back door. Yeah. I think it's a good play. I agree, hundred yeah. percent. Like yeah. he, yeah, he was an invite. I heard. And okay. He just trying to prove a point. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like a meeting before the camp starts is crucial, but just so everyone's in the same yeah. room. Yeah. Without media, just the coach or whoever's running mm-hmm. the camp. Like, all right, boys, here's the mentality here. Yeah. Like, it's almost like that meeting's crucial. Like yeah. people could look at it as a bad hit, but it's the kid playing this game. So. Yeah. I think the biggest thing was that he laid on the ice. Like no one really ever if, says if too much about right it. Away, yeah, That's right. I know what you mean. Exactly. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's a good hit. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the plan? How much do you? How? What do you weigh? You're like, big. <laughs> like, like right now, I'm like uh, kind of two hundred five, two hundred six. Is that where you want to be? Uh, my playing weight's kind of two hundred, but oh, summertime, yeah. I'm trying to build to mass, so and then <laughs> cut the rest before uh, summertime or before the season starts. So, what are what are things you're working on to improve your game right now? Uh, kind of like just kind of everything, but like big things, like kind of skill sets, like I'm. I'm kind of working on different ways to be deceptive, deceptive and shooting pucks. I feel like uh, I have a good shot, but if I can kind of find other ways to hide it, it uh, it work well. And then just kind of my explosiveness, like just kind of like my first couple strides. That's a big thing I want to work mm-hmm. on. Just kind of it'll help me just kind of with my size and how I can kind of get around the defenders. And I think uh, just kind of little things like little habits, like uh, keeping your stick on the ice and being aware who's around you. It's hard to it's hard to work on like kind of not the stick on the ice, but kind of like awareness, like just in summer skates. So it's nice when uh, we get a decent sized group out and we do a game game like situation that's uh that's something that's something good to, to work on so and i feel like even throughout the year like my coach has helped me a lot with that like just kind of like being aware of who's around me so yeah just kind of little things and then kind of just stuff like my shot my skill set so basically everything yeah. basically, basically everything to make yeah. make me long better, story short better everything, everything. Yeah. basically so. i'm not satisfied i'm not <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'll never be satisfied yeah. <laughs> i like how you said shot though shop deception is great yeah like you look at bedard like that's yeah. like his maybe exactly. his number two asset behind moving out on the ice he's so deceptive with yeah, the shot I agree. he I gets think. it off so quick i always think that these guys have like 65 flex on their stick because they're able just to get it basically by their foot and just well i use a 75 right? 75 there you go like that's well, a ridiculous yeah, flex that's yeah. so whippy yeah well i like i like whippy i feel like and i feel like that's a big thing like just with shot deception because i feel like i have a hard shot it's just kind of if i place it in the right spot and hide it well enough it could really like dupe out the the goalies so yeah yeah whippy yeah. yeah, and when you're not paying for the sticks, you you know you lean into them a little extra. Oh, right? yeah. If your old man's not dishing out four or five hundred bucks every time you 100%. break a stick, right? 100%. And here's the other thing: there's no stress. There's no stress now. Like, like yeah. when I was young, I broke a stick. Like I'd be sweat. Like, yeah. If I broke oh. a stick. I'd just go throw it out and go get another one. That's right. <laughs> like, it's like dad's gonna kill me. <laughs> that, now, now it's like my equipment manager's gonna kill me. Like the same thing. He actually doesn't like when you break sticks. So. No. No, no. It's a fi- if you do it on purpose, it's a huge fine. It'll, Makes sense. It'll, rip india oh, like if you, it's an accident 
he won't care. But oh, we used to do it all the time in junior. It's like, yeah, step on my skate on this draw here, right quick, and then just go shoot and it snaps. All oh, we used well, to do it all the time. Well, there's still guy like uh, my buddies, like just kind of teammates in in Drumville, like. If their stick's kind of like just like they're not feeling it, they're like, "Come here, come here, battle with me in the corner." Yeah, exactly. Break my stick. Like, Step. make sure Corm's looks not good. Make sure, make sure, <laughs> make sure Corm's my equipment manager. Make sure he's not watching. So, uh, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my gosh, man!" If he catches, I was like, "That's a fine for both of us." Like, yeah. So, I don't know. It's pretty. It's pretty risky. What are the changes right now in the queue? I heard there's a new team coming. Isn't like the, the junior A team that's gone? There's a new team going there. I heard. Oh uh, no! It's the Bridgewater Junior A team went to. Like book tush, I think oh, no, is whatever. There was a team up in Quebec that was like Junior A that was getting pushed to. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say oh, that to start a rumor. Yeah, <laughs> I heard a couple things. Well, maybe we did hear. We did hear some rumblings. Maybe that's not public knowledge. Maybe I'll yeah. keep that to myself. Edmonton, I thought it was was the team because they're basically a Q team, man. Like Edmonton, they have, they have a plane and like they're they? yeah. That's what that's what we're hearing. Of course, we don't. It's been a while since we played, but yeah, and not, they have a big rink and stuff too. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Not know. breaking news, just I so everybody knows. I haven't heard about that. Yeah. Okay. So. Favorite team, favorite rink other than the Metro Center to play at favorite in the queue and your own uh, rink? My, yeah, besides my rink, um, I would say Moncton or Gatineau. Oh. I love playing in Gatineau. The new I, rink. That rink is so sick. It is so sick. And then, like, maybe, like, a, like a rink like um, Sherbrooke. Oh, yeah. I think I didn't like it. At, I didn't like it earlier on, but I think as I got used to it because I played in so much, I got, I got used to it. Like, I feel like the boards are really, like, tough so if you get hit like it's gonna hurt. you're gonna break a rib <laughs> it's like that over there it's uh no it's sherbrooke like it's a it's a nice rink smaller ranking in gatineau gatineau so nice the rink it's so sick is but, it a perfect size yeah it's like got just kind of the one bowl yeah so it's like moncton uh, yeah moncton's got moncton the yeah moncton's is sick too like they're they're both kind of they're both kind of my favorite rinks to play in i feel like moncton the only thing with it is really hot yeah yeah bigger the rink harder the rink mm-hmm. yeah the newer the, the rink yeah, Quebec's pretty cool too, but Quebec's an NHL rink. Like, you can't really. It's pretty original to say Quebec's your favorite rink to play in. Like, <laughs> it's an NHL rink. Yeah. So there's no feel I heard in that rink. It's like big, but there's no like atmosphere. Well, there isn't, but there is. Like when there's playoffs roll around. Oh my gosh, like, yeah. that place is crazy. Like they, uh, I think they had almost twenty thousand in the, the finals, which I wouldn't be surprised. Like against the Mooseheads. Yeah. Yeah. No, that'd be uh, that'd be. They're crazy. Like they're, do, you, do you still feel like a kid when you – well, you still are a kid, but going to play at the Metro <laughs> Center, do you, do you, is yeah, that still, I like, do. really special I do. to you? Like, it gets me kind of, like, antsy, like, playing – I love playing in that rink like, yeah. so much. Yeah, it's uh, – like I like it's it's I find it's a tough atmosphere sometimes. Like the fans can be like chirping and stuff, yeah, but baby. I love that. That's I love right. that stuff. So it's uh, getting into it with the fans is funny. Yeah, so it's pretty funny. And then yeah, you get yelled at by the coach a little bit. So <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well you're the coach, uh, Selvan. He's he's your, your coach. coach now. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> I'm, yeah, no, that's. Uh, well, I'm excited. That could be uh, that could be good for us. We have, need it. Have you had a conversation with him yet? Uh well, I know him. Like I've talked to him uh, okay. before. I mean, he was my uh, coach at the Holinka camp in uh, Calgary, and uh, he also I just kind of ha- I've had a couple conversations out when uh, Halifax kind of was in town and stuff after the game. So we uh, we get along well. So I'm excited to see how uh, how that rolls out. Well, that's great. Yeah, it's nice to have a vet coach too that it just is. got back it from is. the finals, I knows mean, how yeah, to win. Ex- exactly, knows how to win. That's that's what we need. I feel like we this year we're gonna have like uh, we're gonna be very talented, and I think uh, we have guys who are kind of getting more and more experience in, in the playoffs and stuff. As we, I mean, we we went farther this year. We we when we beat Vic, though, I mean, no one expected that. They were uh, fifth in the league, and oh. we were like low, low. Yeah, they were high. 
so I think uh, I think we, we have a good group. So I'm uh, I'm excited to see how that that rolls out. We just uh, we need to push each other. That's the most important thing. So who are some other teams that are going to be top of the queue this year? Uh, Rouen. They're loading. Oh, they're loading up. Um, Rouen and uh, Halifax will be good again. And uh, I'm trying to think here. Victo. Victo will be really good. Victoriaville. Oh yeah. Yeah, they'll be good. They, I mean, they're not losing that much, so they'll be really good again, which sucks because. With us and Visco, uh, Victo, it's a, it's a rivalry. Every game, every game's a battle. So. Nice. And then even after the playoffs, I already know it's going to be a bloodbath most games. So <laughs> that'll be a, yeah, that'll be something. That's good stuff. I love it. Uh, it, it's, it's it gets like, me going. Like it's it's pretty it's pretty sweet. I miss hockey. Me and, yeah, me and him have this conversation. <laughs> oh, like we're, we're literally streaming two games tonight, but like. Just coming home after a long day and watching yeah. a hockey game is yeah. the best feeling in the world. Yeah, it's just like I understand this. Yeah. I can, I can, hmm. I can watch this and know what's going on. Exactly, it's the best. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, do you write goals down at the beginning of the year? I never did this when I played, but I heard it's effective sometimes for players in this new era that writing goals down of things you want to accomplish throughout the year can help. Um, I haven't, I haven't in the last uh, couple, like couple of years in the queue, but it'd be something I'd think about. Like it's, uh, I, I know like goals I have going to the year, personal goals and team goals, and it's like uh, it would be something I'd think about writing down, but I have them locked in my brain always. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, figuring it out. Figure it out as you go. Yeah. When do you head back to Drummondville? Um. So rookie camp is um. I think it's like kind of mid-August, like May 15th or 16th. That's when it usually was. And then like we go in, the vets go in, I think, 18th or 19th. Do you just drive up? Yeah. I'll probably go up early, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I want to see. I'll, I'll probably just go up early, see if I can get on the ice at all. and Not too not too early, like, like during rookie camp. Like see oh, if, yeah. I can, if there's any spare ice after and, uh, yeah, just see the rookies and stuff. I mean, I don't know what we're going to have for rookies this year. We barely drafted any. Really? Yeah. Like we, uh, we drafted. Our first pick was in like the – I think we traded our first pick that was in the fourth round. First round. I don't know. It was. I think it was fourth round our first pick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we'll be an old team this year. So. Do you pick Woody up on the way? Or do you guys take separate cars? Oh, no. We take separate cars. Yeah. <laughs> he's got his own whip up yeah, there? Yeah, always, always got his own whip. Yeah. Does he? He's Why do you say it like that? He's rolling with the Mazda 3. <laughs> yeah, that, thing, that thing, I don't know if that thing could drive anymore, honestly. So, <laughs> I'm not, not going to lie. Even, like, even uh, mornings... Um, Mornings when we were living together when I was 16, like drive to the rink in the winter, like, oh my god, I have barely to wear, like, made ten, it. I wear ten coats, like <laughs> no AC, like it's, it's like it's like like scoffing under, it's like oh, <laughs> sometimes it's not starting up, like there be there be texts like in the group chat, like. Like boys, I'll be a bit late. Like, well, it's just not working. Like, no. he's, yeah, no. he's got to get rid of that thing. Uh, he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> he actually loves it. So I, I don't know. Yeah. What are you whipping up there? I uh, I have a, a Kia Forte. Okay, that gets you there. Yeah, yeah, he's a big Kia Forte nice, guy. That's nice right, whip. baby. Fuel efficient. Nice whip. Yeah, I like it. No, it's uh, it's been rocking well for me. Are so. the winters bad up there in Drummondville? You guys get like bad storms. Uh, sometimes. I mean, they're not too bad. I mean, it's kind of like anywhere. Like, yeah. uh, they're not bad. I mean, but when it's like, when some, sometimes the ice is like really, like the, I mean, not the ice, the, the roads are really icy. Oh, yeah. It's something that's pretty bad. Like, especially in like kind of the neighborhood where I would live in, like, you're just sliding around everywhere. Everyone's, everyone's all over the road. There's, <laughs> there's no lines on the road anymore. It's just fend for yourself. So. <laughs> but not the Mazda 3. <laughs> the Mazda 3 is going fast down that road. <laughs> 
Yeah. You and Woody Billup together? We did. Oh, yeah. you did? Who yeah. are you with this year? Do you I, know? Uh, I'm not sure you this year. I got to figure that out, but I, uh, I live with my <laughs> I mom. Gotta figure I got to figure that out. It's gotten it close, but I got to figure that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I live with my mom. We had an apartment. Oh uh, yeah, last year because my brother he uh, he left for Bishop Curry Slax his first year U15s. That's right. So uh, it's, it was decently close, and she would take trips up there. So that's pretty sick. It, it was best of both worlds for us, and it's nice having homemade cooking every night. So a hundred percent can't complain. That's ever. the hardest thing leaving is not having the home cooked exactly. meal. So to have yeah, that, exactly. that dead serious that mm-hmm. helps. No, yeah. it does. Hundred so, percent. Yeah, so good. So Mama's good. cooking pre game meals everything. Yeah, awesome. Have summer too. Oh, sorry. No. Nope. Summer training too. Like nutrition, you gotta like. If you're lifting weights, it's pointless if you're not eating correctly. No, I agree. They're on me about that. Are they? That's a big thing. Who's they? they? Uh, well, my parents. Are they? They uh, they want me eating right, and uh, that's pretty important to me too. Like I uh, I want to be eating right because what's the point in just dying in the gym if you're just gonna go shove your mouth with food right after like mm-hmm. the wrong food at least like like I ate a lot but I try to eat like the right stuff like. So it's tough leaving the rink. Probably when McDonald's is right there. Oh my gosh, it's so hard, isn't it? It's like so literally, hard. the exit out of the rink is McDonald's. It's so hard. Like there's mornings, like I swear, my last uh, my last workout, and I went out my last like two workouts ago. Uh, I just like it's. I was out in the turf. It just smelled like bacon and eggs. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, that's was, us eating it at meal hall. Awesome. <laughs> like it, I was like, oh my, like we were about to like do like wind sprints and stuff, and like, and I'm with, I'm with couple guys i'm like do you smell that like what like it's bacon i'm so hungry my stomach's like turning it hurts so bad like start of the workout i'm like i don't know how i'm gonna do this come join us man tomorrow 8 a.m bacon it's so good no way tomorrow might be the only day i get to sleep in oh yeah tomorrow's saturday yeah tomorrow might be the only day so you're a monday to friday guy yeah yeah monday to friday sometimes sunday never saturdays need one off day at least so what's a saturday look like right now for tyler pedal in terms of enjoying life <laughs> i'll just be with my buddies yeah whether it's on the lake or the beach or um just kind of i have a couple buddies in picto too like sometimes i go up to there it just depends what's going on yeah i think uh whether we can get something going or not that's that's a big thing i don't like being bored on saturdays that's all like i don't like kind of hanging at home the whole day that's uh I'll go do something regardless of what the situation is. But even like, uh, I'm not a big golfer. No, no, no. Like I like, it's not that I don't like it. I'm just bad. Not right? yet. Anyways. And, and like, like the most golfing I've done this summer is just smashing balls off the, off the cliff at my cottage into the ocean. And I can honestly, I can hit it pretty well. It's just, if I did it on a golf course, I'd probably hit a car because I slice it that bad. Like, you're not alone. Dude, don't start. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. Oh, if, if I could someone give me that advice, just don't. You're, just do it. Do whatever you're doing. It seems yeah. to be working. Yeah. Don't pick up golf. <laughs> It'll be all right. And golfing's for when you're out of the playoffs, right? Yeah. So, like, it's better that you don't yeah. golf now, right? So, Andy Ganesh does have a nice golf course, they though. Do, we eh? played yeah. there for the first yeah. time the other day. Yeah. It is nice. It the is. people were nice, too. Oh, yeah. Great people. Great people here. Yeah, no agreed. One's, no one's no rude here. We were at the McDonald's drive-thru yesterday, and there were some kids. You could you could tell they're just bored, and they're just on their bikes, just trying to make make. Their, oh. You know, they're they're because the drive-thru is only open. You can only do the drive-thru past like ten o'clock. So yeah. these kids are on their bike in the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. They're just causing a ruckus. Police there, and you're just like, man, that was us. They're just kids who are bored, trying to get some attention. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. everyone's done that. I mean, like there's been there's been that nights where like uh, in drumbell where we just go grab mcdonald's so like 1 a.m i go through the drive walk through the drive through yeah and just say you got anything left in there just pass us 10 nuggets i was like oh my god that's tyler pedal do you have to pay for this no there's nothing else left all right just walk away with free 10 nuggets 
have yourself a, have yourself a night that's the way it goes they're still kids too right so do you guys have the rule like no track suits if you guys are going out uh or you guys are just known it's, kind of, it's kind of just a written rule in the room like yeah don't wear don't wear your tracksuit don't wear the like, track anything everyone, team. everyone knows that i feel like that if anyone's gonna do it it'd be like a rookie on our team or something but they don't move. really they, they don't really go out that much so it'd just be kind of like uh yeah just wear wear whatever but don't wear any logos but it's not like anyone no one's gonna rip you for it you probably get a fine but that's about it yeah it's like it's a it's a it's just an unwritten rule like you don't need to it doesn't look good either like wearing your normal clothes for fair enough yeah i might have skipped over this question but are you going to the main camp this year uh, i hope In- so yeah well the, it's uh we started with training camp rookie camp and then you they they'll keep you if they wanted to keep you that if they feel like you're ready for it okay so cool that's the plan that's what i'm gonna push for when do you find out if you're going or not right after rookie camp it's either you get sent you get sent back to your club team or you uh they keep you going in Columbus. Yep. Really? Right after they just like so when's rookie, rookie so camp. when's rookie camp? Uh it's September twelfth, I think. Man, that's late. No? Yeah. It or is, is that? Yeah, we're already going in Drumville during that. Like So you're gonna miss regular season games maybe. <laughs> maybe not any regular season. well depends how far I go. Yeah. Uh, I could. It, it just hopefully. Hope, hope, honestly, like, hopefully I miss the first couple, like, just as a, in a good way, just because I'm, I'm there for a while. But at the same time, like, if I, uh, if I go back there, like, go back early, then I won't miss anything, though. Just a couple exhibition games, I'd say. At this stage of the game, you're just looking for experience. So the longer you're exactly. there, the better. Exactly, yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, it'll be pretty cool. Even in main camp, like, uh, if, if you make it to it, like, just kind of get in the practice with, like, those, uh, those older veterans. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be cool. Get some, get some stuff to learn from them. And I remember, who was it? We, I, I knew a guy, uh, maybe it was Liam O'Brien, actually, in Washington. I remember talking to him like a year after his first ever training camp, and he made the team that first year. Mm-hmm. And you remember, I remember him talking about the things that he learned in terms of like how to pack for traveling, how to dress, how mm-hmm. to like treat the people that are holding the door open for you at the yeah. rink, how to like prepare for a game three hours before. He said, he said it wasn't even all nice stuff. He just said you learn more about off-ice life in the yeah. NHL during those camps you're talking about. Because yeah. you're, when you're around those guys that have been in the league for like seven, yeah. ten years, you're just like, whoa, well, that's how you do that. It's just yeah, Apparently exactly. there's just like an incredible amount of knowledge that comes your mm-hmm. way, just yeah. like mind-blowing stuff. Yeah. No, I, it, it's like that. It's Yeah, it'd be pretty cool just kind of getting to meet them all and get some like experience with them. So 100%. Yeah. And there's guys coming in too to rookie camp at the queue looking at you, you know? Exactly. I, I mean, exactly. It's all knowledge. The players on the team, it's, that's how it is. It's, uh, yeah. That's why you got, that's why you got to be like good to the rookies. Like you can't, like I, I was, I, like they were good to, the vets were good to me when I was a rookie. It's the same thing. Yeah. That'd be good to the rookies. Like they're, uh, you can't, you can't push them around too much. I mean, it's always fun to joke around with them, but like when it comes to an extent, like you got to look out for them too. Like there, it's like, it's like certain, like certain rookies, like, you should like sticking up for sticking up for the younger players mm-hmm. the teams like a young, younger brother yeah. same thing like exactly yeah so um, how much time are we at forty four minutes Jesus how did the barstool guys approach you about that article mm. did they get a quote from you uh yeah I think so uh I don't I, I don't honestly I don't really remember I think. Uh, I did a lot of interviews that, that, like the second day. So yeah, like so what you're just like in a media scrum and you don't really know who's like. Remember what the quote was? What was I don't know if it was a quote, but it was. Was it, was it something like? It was just like Tyler Peddle stayed to the last draft, the last pick yeah. overall, and like stuck it out. Yeah. And I saw Barstool put it out, and I was like, holy shit, this like picked up steam quick. Mm. Yeah, I don't think uh, I gave him a quote, no. Like no? I think maybe just what I said. Not maybe direct, they maybe they quoted, quoted quote. what I've said. Yeah. In, okay. Okay. In, uh, okay. The, 
post the draft interviews. So. so how does it work? As soon as you're drafted, take me through what happens yes. as soon as you get drafted. So you go down, get your jersey, you meet everyone around the table, and then you uh, walk straight to the media. And uh, the media's just hounding you with questions. And I mean, I was getting pretty hounded, like being a last pick. So it was like they were all over me about uh, that. And then after, you, uh, you go up and they take you kind of to the suite room where you get to kind of just kind of mingle with everyone and uh, your family there, you see your family. So it was, uh, it was pretty cool. And you get a, kind of an overview of the draft. Um, no one else was after me, so I didn't get to see <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't get to see anything, but it's like, it was cool looking down, like them moving everything out, like everyone gone. Like I was like, yeah, like even when I got called down, like all the teams were standing and I'm like, I'll remember that. Like, that's unreal. I, I like, the, like I like when they called on me. All the teams were packing up. Like as I was walking down, and that's something you're not going to forget. A hundred percent, It just doesn't feel great. So it's like, and that one, that fact that that Columbus team was sitting there waiting for me, like, and they made that trade because they wanted me. It, it felt good. It felt valued. So Whew, I just 100%. got chills a little bit from that. That was like that was well. That was well said. <laughs> if, like, yeah. That was well said. I yeah. like that. Yeah. If there was ever a time to drop the mic, it was after yeah. that. But we're going to keep going. Yeah. No. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe, don't, maybe don't mic drop yet. <laughs> Horn, you know, Hornquist went last. Yeah. Oh, was, uh, anything can happen. I'm, anything. Uh, like, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to show them uh, what I can do in the next uh, couple of years here. Do you feel a little, I don't know pissed off no oh yes but no like, but like okay yes i'm, I'm like you know what i was saying watching all those watching all those teams like before the pick was even called packing it in standing up like getting ready to leave like that kind of pissed me off like like well, as i was walking down like and i seen everyone was walking out basically i was Ugh. like that it just doesn't like it's like why like there's still one pick left and i feel like that's something that's something I'm gonna. That's something I'm gonna hold, and I feel like it's uh, it's it's gonna be a good story. And I feel like everything happens for a reason. So the fact that the fact that that much happened, there was a trade, last pick, basically zero on the clock. And I called. I feel like that's happened for a reason. So something's gonna be made out of it. Another mic drop. Oh, <laughs> oh I like that. You're on that last set. The rep. Ooh. You're just thinking about the draft. Exactly. I just felt bad for now after you said that because I didn't pack up, but I did leave. No. So no, when you no, said that, like, I was like, oh, no. Thank, the, thank God you went to the bathroom. Yeah, God. it's true. Honestly. Yeah, he has you to thank. You, yeah, you're, you're yeah the that's right, baby. Reason, right? Yeah, yeah. should yeah. be DMing you saying thank you, Matthew. <laughs> thank you. Oh, man. That's, that's funny. funny. And you got to, like, you, you, I remember we were talking about this yesterday. <laughs> like, I, it's great. I'm happy I got drafted. But there's so many other guys that didn't get drafted. Like, those are the guys who you feel for. Oh, exactly. It's like, that. I mean, that's had, the tough part. I had part. buddies that didn't go and they were sitting right next to me. And it, like... You feel like you're in the same situation when it happens. You're like, I feel so bad. Like, and it's like they got camp, so it's it's okay. But at the same time, getting drafted is that confident. It's like you get confidence out of it anywhere you go. It doesn't matter. I feel like that you just get you get you get a spite of confidence from it because you know this team wants you and you have a certain amount of time, a couple of years to to prove them right. And I feel like that's uh, that's pretty important. How so. do you keep that positive mind frame though? Yeah. Like to clap for every guy. I don't know. Maritime. I was so pissed off during certain times too, and I just I just felt like it's the right thing to do. I just got drafted in the NHL. Like, deserve a little clap, girls. I know them or not. Like, just how it is, I guess. Like, everyone should. Yeah. It's NHL. Well, it's also pro. maritime. It's probably yeah. it's probably got to treat it pro. So. I like that. It might be the best. That, man, you just keep, the best quotes have been coming yeah, lately. Yeah, I man, you got some good quotes. You got. Let me see your hand. You got things written down. <laughs> like, Why are you coming up with this stuff? <laughs> He was Googling quotes at before. <laughs> he was Googling quotes. <laughs> I'll say this. Everyone listening to the podcast right now, he showed up 
two minutes early to the podcast. That's mm-hmm. a, it, what is it? If you're on time, you're, you're late. late. If you're earlier on time. So that's, that's right. a great pro start. Yeah. Well, I would have been earlier, but <laughs> what? certain things at home arise. So did you walk here? Oh, I drove. Oh, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> that would, that would take, I thought you said you're like a 10 minute I, walk. No, 10 minute drive. Oh, 10 minute drive. <laughs> I'm, out, yeah, I'm out in a little like uh, neighborhood, out, like kind of 10 minutes out, like uh, towards like St. Andrews. So. But I was kind of trying to get here a bit earlier, but something happened. A couple of kids knocked on my doorstep, wanted to try the draft jersey on. So. Oh. oh, yeah, so what happened? The draft jersey showed up. The guy saw that you had a jersey I, at I the... I brought it back with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what do you mean it showed up then? No, they showed up. They showed up. Oh, kids. they showed up. The kids, kids showed kids up. Showed, sorry, sorry, kids showed sorry, up. Sorry, sorry. Um, they, like, just in my neighborhood, and they... Uh, just wanted to try the jersey on, so I was like, "No, you can't." <laughs> <laughs> Go away! I got to do an interview. Yeah. <laughs> Kicked him out. Uh, yeah, sorry, boys. Try it on, so that was pretty cool with them, and it's pretty fun to see that. Yeah, so. you ever shoot pucks with the kids in the neighborhood? Uh, no, but. No one's asked me to. Okay, like, well, there you like go. Now they're they ask me to. to I'm, I'm never gonna say no. Like, just yeah. go rip some pucks. Like, maybe play some pig or something. That won't go easy, but <laughs> yeah, that won't go <laughs> easy. Like, I'm trying to get better here. I'm man. trying to get better. I love with them, but no, they they haven't. And no one's asked, but they'd be pretty good. Like, if they did, I'd say yes. Like, so good stuff. Yeah, I so, feel like they're part of the kids though that are kind of like scared to ask you though too, right? Like, yeah, it's, you don't want to bother the guy, point, you know. Like, there was like four of them, and they were nervous to ask to put the jersey mm-hmm. on. One kid was right, boys. Like, can I put the jersey on? Like, yeah, <laughs> I love those. It. There's always one. And and then the rest were like, oh, can I try? I was like, can I try? I was like, yeah, you, you can try. It. I'm not, I'm not going to say no. Like, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, nervous. That's good stuff. Looking, uh, I guess, looking forward, like now, not, not that you weren't a role model in the community, but now you definitely are. Do yeah. you like having that responsibility a little bit? Just being like, okay, yeah. every, not every move you make, but the things you say and the way uh, you conduct I, yourself matters. Yeah, I feel like that's, that's kind of how I approach everything, though. I feel like uh, just kind of the, the way you approach everything and the way you kind of show yourself as a person, a player. I feel like that's what I've been doing kind of my whole life in here. So I feel like... It, Regardless, like a draft or not, nothing really changed. I feel like some kids maybe maybe they look up to me, and that's uh, that's pretty awesome to see that. But um, I'm just gonna keep being the same person I am. So good stuff. Yeah. Um, advice to that kid that is starting his 16 year old year in the queue, and he's going to a team up in Quebec. He mm-hmm. can't speak uh, any French. He might not have any buddies on the team, yeah. and he's looking to to make an impact as a 16 year old. What's your advice to that kid? Enjoy it. Enjoy it. That's all you can do. I feel like. Uh, there's, there's things that you can't control as a 16-year-old. Ice time and uh, if you're going to score lots or not, like you just need to do what you can do, everything that's in your control, and have fun. I feel like that's there's times where in my 16-year where I was I was just – I was so like just kind of beside myself when things weren't going like the, the right way, and I feel like that's something that people need to adjust to. And I feel like that's, uh, that's, that's a part you're missing out on. 16, 16 should be fun. It should be, a, it should be a fun year being the rookie. And, being your fir- in your first year in the league, and I just feel like enjoying it's the best part. The rest, if you if you stress about it, it's never gonna it's never gonna come. I feel mm-hmm. like if you just don't overthink it and just have fun, everything will work out. You're the man, Tyler. Thank I you. appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you having me here. That's good stuff. Awesome. There's gonna be a lot of clips from this. Yeah, yeah, I'm for sure. sure. A couple quotes. I'll be paying attention. A couple quotes. So what's the, what is it now? It's Friday afternoon. What's the plan tonight? I'm uh, not sure yet. Can't tell us. Can't yeah, tell. I was gonna say that's, 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 that's a pro answer. That's a pro answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see where the night takes me. So, I'll uh, I'll probably go see some buddies and stuff. And well, you can. Yeah. That's uh, that's about it. But 
nice to have a little break for the weekend and then get back at it Monday. Good stuff. Yeah. Once again, I appreciate you for coming on. I really do. And awesome. I wish you the best of luck this year and moving on to whatever the hell this hockey world takes you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Good stuff. Everyone listening, thank you very much for tuning in once again. Like I always say, this podcast goes nowhere unless you guys are listening and watching. So thank you very much. We're out. Peace. Try safe.